this guy, I was living in Detroit for a year doing an internship, and I found this one, and he doesn't have any head trauma, but he should. Like, like we something? first moved in, and <laughs> I didn't have any furniture. He used to run all the way from the other end of the house and slide face first into the window, because the window goes all the way to the floor. Mm-hmm. And then when we switched screen doors and we got the security door, he would run head first into it, because he thought he could open it up if he hit it hard enough. <laughs> we could always try retrophrenology with him. Right? Have you ever had retrophrenology? Not personally, but... Is that the uh, measuring of the skull? That's phrenology, measuring oh. your personality through the lumps on your head. Retrophrenology oh. is making you more decisive by putting new lumps. Oh. All you need is a dentist chair and some rubber mallets, and you can be a retrophrenologist. Come here. <laughs> hey, we have a rubber mallet. Oh my gosh. We have a chair. We can put straps on. Here, let me punch you I, in I the worked face. at Renaissance Fair for far too long and read far too much Pratchett, so... I love it. All right. Orca? Shall we? Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-last plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy The ancient Romans called him Orca or Kynos Latin for bringer of death He is without challenge the most powerful animal on the globe The killer whale Orca has 48 teeth, set in two impressive rows. In some respects, the orca's intelligence may be even superior to man's. They remain loyal to one mate for life. As parents, they are exemplary, better than many human beings. And like human beings, they have a profound instinct for vengeance. An innocent creature is destroyed by an act of human cruelty. And the ultimate battle of man against nature begins. Dino De Laurentiis presents Orca. Can you commit a sin against an animal? He followed you. He saw you on the deck of the boat. They always remember the human being who had tried to harm them. He deliberately left you your boat because he wants to fight you on the sea. Now the fish have vanished from the fishing grounds. And it's all because of your window. In fact, I won't fight him at all. You're not even man enough to accept the excitement of his challenge. I'll fight you! Starring Richard Harris, Charlotte Rampling, Will Sampson, Keenan Wynn. A spectacular adventure. From the depths of the sea. To the top of the world. It's going to be a fair fight on equal terms. A fight to the death. Nolan! Between the two most dangerous animals on earth. Gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. This is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Tonight. Oh, been waiting a while on this one. 1977's Orca the Killer Whale. And we have a special guest. I'm Al Omega, the Alpha and Omega of all things science fiction and horror. 
Yay! <laughs> and to celebrate uh, animal animal vengeance month, really, but Br- animal, animal, exploitation. animal horror month, animal <laughs> exploitologist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Omega picked one of my favorite animal exploitation films, and as an animal lover who enjoys seeing animal vengeance, like that, that's that's covering a lot of ground. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things they make these movies about animal vengeance but the horror f- with animals you never get to see it from the animal's perspective you want to see oh. a, you know I like the line there can you commit a sin against an animal just give you know a sheep on a Saturday night a, a microphone <laughs> <laughs> ask him what it's like you want to see a real horror movie see it from his perspective <laughs> no please <laughs> Uh, the entire economy of Tijuana is based on it, but <laughs> yes, but first more wool light, please. <laughs> Steve, I think we're still too sober to do this part. <laughs> if only there was a way to remedy that. Oh, there is, oh. and in honor of this fabulous film, we have from Ballast Point Brewing, High West Barrel Aged Victory at Sea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? The victory is keeping it down. See. Yeah. Well, I do have a bottle opener, so we are in luck. Hey, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle, keys. Oh, my top. <laughs> and now we're topless in here. Woo. Unfortunately, I'm the one that's topless, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't seem to find... Oh, here we go. 12% alcohol by volume. <laughs> oh, wow. Imperial Porter with coffee and vanilla notes. Aged in a high west bourbon and rye barrel. All right, I got my little sample cup. Gonna go in for the pour. Oh yeah, this is a very dark beverage with uh, ruby highlights in it. A nice, basically brown. That's not even dark khaki. That's brown colored head. Is wow. It, is it as dark as your soul? <laughs> well, if I still had one. <laughs> but anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that went away a long time ago. <laughs> Also, the label on this is really cool. Uh, Bellis Point has a whole... All of their Victory at Seas have these really cool skeletons doing cool, creepy things. So it fits in with the horror. I'd vote for that. A little Captain Jolly Roger action going on there. <laughs> so Orca. Mm. Orca, yes. Oh, and it tastes fantastic, by the way. Just as, mm. as you probably could have guessed. <laughs> it tastes like bourbon and coffee. Indeed. Bourbon and coffee. <laughs> Boy, that's, <laughs> that's the drink of lawyers everywhere. Excellent. Well, Orca... From director Michael Anderson. <laughs> Michael Anderson, of course, who did a lot of really fun things. He did. Uh, I, I had no idea. <laughs> Around the World in 80 Days. Best yes. picture of 1956. I had... Uh, Michael Anderson, I was like, I've heard that name somewhere before. Lo- also, Logan's Run. Uh, Doc Savage, The Man of Bronze. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that one didn't do so well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, the, the thing about <laughs> Around the World in 80 Days, when he called up David Niven and said I, he wanted him for the role because David Niven really likes doing British aristocratic retro pieces... He's, he said, I loved it so much, he'd do it for free. And the guy said, sold! <laughs> <laughs> I think they did actually decide to pay him, though. But Crazy. A scale. Yeah. <laughs> he also did the Martian Chronicles and Millennia. Now, I, I always like to mention, he was in World War II with the Signal Corps, because my, uh, my minion on my show is a, a veteran. And we like to always talk to, for the veterans, because so many of them don't get to be heard. Yes, definitely. Thank you for your service. Yes. Not mine, but his. Well, his. I'm saying. I have a deaf sound. I have a deaf sound guy, so it's, it's great. Saying through you. No. <laughs> Excellent. Now, of course, starring Sir Richard Harris, Captain Nolan, uh, Charlotte Rampling, Will Sampson, who 
he pops up in things and I love him and everything. Like uh, Poltergeist Two, I believe, was the the one he's probably <laughs> most popular for. Whatever you do, don't touch my car again. <laughs> I totally get behind that. And there was even a cameo of uh, Robert Carradine, one of my favorite actors from Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. <laughs> also, didn't even get uh, credit in, in our beautiful little trailer there. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I can't speak tonight. Boderic. Yep. Bo this Derek. was her. Well, this was technically her first production act, sort of. This was the first movie she was shown in, but she had done another piece that did not come out for quite a while after this. But oh, she'd shot yeah. it already at this point. All right. And actually, Richard Harris kind of regretted doing this movie because uh, he actually gave up another movie, which was much better received than this, to do this movie. Tell so, me about Star Wars. No, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, did not give up on Star Wars. The he Serpent's the Egg. Of Darth Vader. No. Oh, sorry. What, what was it? The Serpent's Egg. Oh, I don't, I don't think, think I've seen that one. Uh, it's it's sort of a, a crime thing. Guy gets goes down the rabbit hole of seeing crime and anti-Semitism in America. Uh, oh, it's the prequel to Cobra. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. Awesome. That makes sense. The Serpent's Egg. Comes yeah. The Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you know, this had Charlotte Rampling, and, and she was one of the hottest women in Hollywood at the time. Oh, yeah. I always remember her from uh, Zardoz. Yes. Good old Zardoz. Zardoz. And you got to like Richard Harris. I mean, he was he was well known for being drunken oh, yeah. and belligerent and various things and getting arrested having his kids having to bail him out of jail for stuff. But oh, that's yeah. what you were supposed to do back then. That yeah, was, that's, that's just imagine, called being famous. Could yeah. you imagine if back in the day we could have gotten to him and... Um, Gerard Butler. <laughs> oh my God! You'd say Gerard Butler's a pussy. One. I don't know what's wrong with my brain right now. Keeps going completely. Retrophonology. I told you we can yes. we can yes. fix that. <laughs> I told you we can make you more decisive. Please. Steve, I need you to punch me in the face. <laughs> <Be more decisive. laughs> Okay. Sean Connery. We need to get uh, Richard, got, Harris, Richard and Harris and Con- Sean Connery together. Oh. How many sexual harassment lawsuits would have happened on <laughs> on that shoot? <laughs> Well, I was uh, talking about Oliver Reed a little while ago. I'm working on a new movie, and his name came up. And and uh, while making a movie that I'd shown on my show, Rich, uh, he was very big on his, on drinking and women. In fact, they wanted him to be Bond at one point, except he would be worse than Bond because he'd <laughs> always be drunk and always chasing off someone. They didn't want to have to corral him that much. But at a pub one night, uh, in between takes, they bet him he couldn't walk to the next pub naked. <laughs> Unfortunately, this was in the winter that's, in Alberta. Yes, that's a fool's bet. You know you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. The police pulled him over about half a mile away, naked, walking through the snow. He is not giving up on free booze, man. No. He's, he's there to win. Oh, Are you kidding? Steve would do uh, that. <laughs> speaking of which, you've mentioned your show, but I don't think you've mentioned the name of your show. Creature Features. You can see me online at www.thecreaturefeatureshow.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook and YouTube and Dailymotion and Vimeo and everything else in the universe. And, and Roku channels. Popping up on conferences and stuff. You just got back from San Diego Comic-Con. Um, San Diego Comic-Con, where I could have used a whale to give me uh, something to fight off mom with, because she gets hungry occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> well. We're out in front of the beauty par, which was amazing, because uh, none of them came out and tried to harpoon mom. Cause <laughs> <laughs> she kept going in and coming back out, and it didn't see any change. <laughs> hey, they're only beauticians, not magicians. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. So, Orca, rated PG, everybody. Yeah. God bless the 70s. Jaws was PG. <laughs> you can get plenty of uh, Orca Vengeance and mm-hmm. even a little bit of Side Boob, which I always appreciate yes. in my movies. Yes. <laughs> oh, and the greatest film with whale abortion. <laughs> <laughs> 
You name me a better better film with a whale abortion in it. I uh, the there is one that comes to mind, but I can't remember the name of it now. Gee, I didn't realize whale abortion was going to be on the. Uh... <laughs> I don't think. You don't, wait, there wasn't one in Shark Tale. No, I don't think so. I, I thought that's why that wasn't as successful as Finding Nemo. <laughs> wait, wait, was there one in Marshall? That was sort of Penguins? retroactive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Free Willy two. <laughs> Free Willy's not ready to be a dad. <laughs> Free Willy two on hard times. Anyway. Also produced by Dino De Laurentiis. Mm-hmm. Who, Who's he, Steve? Well, whenever I hear his name, I just think the first movie every single time. Conan the Barbarian. Oh, yeah. Arnold at his best, you know. I, I'm so glad he made them, but I wish he had made more of them. Right? They were so cool. The, the, the 80 Barbarians movies, man. Oh, yeah. That could be a whole other jag right there. Oh, that's a uh, whole month right there. Also, a uh, great film featuring a friend of the podcast, Sven Olthorsen. Olthorsen. Shout out to Sven. <laughs> uh, cool. We had the uh, pleasure of interviewing him uh, about a year ago now. Yeah. He is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coolest guy ever. Um, yeah, and music... By Ennio Morricone. What? I, That's why the music is so good. It actually is really good. He, and he seems to pop up like we we've been watching a lot of movies recently where uh, apparently he's on music. I I hadn't seen the thing. Mm. Like, I had not. I, I I seen like the TV version here and there, which obviously is butchered. I've seen the Pingu one done with uh, done with uh, peng, uh, claymation penguins. Oh, <laughs> well, that was great. Oh, then there's wow. also the Frozen version. Uh, oh, they, no. they do a scene. They, they do the uh, the lab test scene with the characters from Frozen and Claymation. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And no. when I want to remind everybody when Steve says he watched the TV version, he grew up in Utah, so yeah. it's a Utah TV version. Yeah. yeah. So guys were cold and locked in a in a, in a facility, and then um, there was a dog, and then there were less of them, <laughs> and it was uh, it was a pretty. Entertaining story. He also watched. Well, he thought he had watched Blazing Saddles oh, this way. Oh man! And we got about three minutes, and he's like, "Oh, I've never, I've never seen, seen this movie." <laughs> Blues Brothers was the same one. Oh yeah. yeah. He didn't even know uh, Carrie Fisher was in it. Nope. And Twiggy. <laughs> yeah. There was. It was like. <laughs> I feel like it was like a forty-five minute episode of Blues Brothers that I had seen. It's like when you, you, you know, the only place you get is the, the religious channel network, and they're going to show the Sopranos, and you get, what, and, and, and next week, come back and see our next episode of the Sopranos. Because <laughs> about 30 seconds is all you can pull out of it that you can actually show. Right. Yeah, I remember when uh, Pulp Fiction was on TV for the first time, uh, and it was an hour and a half, and I'm like, there's no way. It's like two and a half hours without commercials. It was an hour and a half with. <laughs> yeah, they're digging deep. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it's a story about a boxer, and then he drives off on a bike. That's you know <laughs> after screaming melon farmer, <laughs> <laughs> throwing a TV and jumping around silently. <laughs> but orca. <laughs> orca, back to orca. Yes. Uh, so we start off with uh, the realest whales ever. With uh, the, what do you call it? Like the the mat shot where it's the painting in the background, and then the superimposed whales jumping. Well, actually, they did the, the jumping bit. Uh, that was Yaka and Nepo. Yes, the, the name of the, the whales used, and that was you know all shot at, at a uh, marine world type thing. And the fun thing with it was is that they also used animatronic whales, and they were so realistic. The uh, animal rights activists would see them with these whales just strapped <laughs> down to a flatbed with nothing on them and so forth, and thought they were real and were were protesting them. I did tell them. So is that the same Yaka who ended up living at Marine World in Vallejo? With not Vallejo? a clue. 
Okay. <clears throat> fun facts. Super fun. You know what? We'll sprinkle the fun facts oh, okay. throughout here. Uh, apparently, the killer whale was portrayed by animatronic, uh, filming off the coast of Malta in Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stock footage was taken at Marine World in Redwood City, California. Oh, there we go. shit. So that is so the, same from the same yaka that went to. Uh, I saw that yaka. Vallejo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he died of a bacterial infection because I couldn't keep the pool clean. In 1997, according to my notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a sad day for young Izzy. This guy's got some real claws. Oh, yeah, he always has them out. Too. It's okay. It's okay. I wear jeans. Every, everybody out there knows Mr. Pickles is senile. Feel free to throw him off your lap if he is uncomfortable. No. But he only has good in his heart. He only wants cuddles. Well, that's what mom wants, too. That's why I'm so short. He's squishing me. No! Avalanche of flesh. I don't want to see you too. Well, Just of... a heads up, if they do fight, they make the loudest noises in the world. I'll join in. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we often it, do. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, hard. there's a shirt coming called Damn It Pickles, because that's what I usually do. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> well, there we go. Yep. Caster, don't be a dick. Speaking <laughs> of love and cuddles, we get to see some orca love. Is, uh, oh. There's what feels like five, five to ten minutes of uh, stock footage of whales kind of... Rubbing up on each other and going through the water. Okay, so I'm going to throw this out there. Which movie has more aquatic stock footage? Uh, Orca the Killer Whale or Day of the Dolphin? Day of the Dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like that's like two thirds. <laughs> Somebody claiming to be George C. Scott in a tank with, with dolphins. It's like the first hour and a half of the movie and then the last ten minutes. In the last ten minutes. Oh, by the way, they're going to assassinate the president. <laughs> what? So it's the perfect movie for little girls. You just get to see dolphins playing. And then it's also adult, It's also a presidential assassination movie. <laughs> by the time the girls go to sleep, Dad's watching the rest of it. And he's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> the, Steve's favorite six seconds of cinema ever. <laughs> when the dolphins swim up and put the bomb under the bad guy's boat. And the guy looks out and goes, oh, shit. And <laughs> just blows. Spoiler alert for anyone. Spoiler alert for a 40-year-old movie? 40-plus, 45-year-old movie. <laughs> so many greenest people! <laughs> what? What? Don't you laugh. Blew I, it up! I, I occasionally take college courses, and I've taken a biology class, and this it's me and one other adult, as I like to say, in a, a room full of fresh-faced people. and Yes. And, Untouched by life. Yes. <laughs> and somebody said, soiling, was talking about soiling green. They hadn't seen it yet. So I had to... Yell that out. And only one person in the room got it. <laughs> you hear so. one, ha! From across the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who would have thought that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you want a good laugh, somebody did like a super clip of kids watching that scene for the first time and they're all like five and six. And <laughs> it's pretty great. There's a lot of, what? So yes, there is lots of uh, whale cuddling in this, especially the part where he pushes the dead body along in front of him for days and days and days. A little necrophilia love there. Steve, would you push my body for days to get vengeance on my murder? Oh, I would certainly, I would certainly leave the corpse on the shore (laughs) of the home of the person I would take vengeance upon. Just just in case there was any, somehow they forgot why vengeance is about to be wreaked upon them. So yeah, so so how come the orca's mate is his past? Well, there's there's a whaling ship called the Bumpo. I think it was, yeah, Bumpo. (laughs) I thought that was an interesting name. Well, Um, it's a fishing ship first. 
And then they're they out see, fishing and they're looking for a shark. Oh, they're looking for a great white, yes, because yes. they can get a bunch of money for it. Then gets eaten by the orca. Yes. Was he trying to capture the great white alive? Yes. That's yes. what I thought. Because he was going to sell it to an aquarium. Yes. And we all know that you can't keep a great white in an aquarium because we've tried that here. It's at our local one in San it's Francisco. True. There was a company who had a couple of great whites and was touring. They built tanks in the back of big rigs and they would drive around with them. And it had water pressure, so the shark thought it was swimming. Uh, they came to our little county fair once when I was a kid, and it was one of the saddest things I'd ever seen. And I feel like he probably didn't go to too many more fairs after that. When the when you when the shark looks sad, you yeah yeah. You know they usually it. got those big old grins, and they're just yeah. like wide eyed and just looking around like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" Yeah, no, he looked like he was crying underwater. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, the question comes up, do great whites, uh, do uh, orcas eat great whites? And there was actually an instance in the 80s right off of Stinson Beach where people watched a great white kill and toss around, I mean, a great white, orca kill and, and toss around a great white. They do. They uh, Our migrant orcas here in the Bay Area, cat, uh, eat, they eat the young ones because the Farallon Islands is a nursery for great whites. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the problems that they started having trying to bring back the great white population is... That was about the same time the sea lion population was decreasing, which is the transient orca's main food source. Mm-hmm. Uh, and baby great whites are tasty, as are otters. And so both those populations immediately started declining. <laughs> <laughs> mm, otter tastes like chicken. Right? For what I understand. Greasy chicken. I don't know. And they hold hands when they sleep. Yeah, so they're like little hot wings for an orca. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't have just orca one. Orca hot wings. <laughs> Do you want to be with your family? Oh, no, right. <laughs> Got room for more. Bitch can't eat just one. <laughs> exactly. Once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> uh, so the orca cock blocks the guy from getting his great white shark. Um, but there's Mr. also Harris. yes, uh, Captain Richard Harris, uh, Captain Nolan, um, and they also stumble upon um, a crew of divers that were down looking for what? What was she looking for? They were underwater diving, but... And she was playing with some sort of buoy or sonar thingy, yeah. I think. Was, yeah, I think she was recording. recording oh, the whales. recording That's the right. whales. That's right. Yes, because she's a world-renowned whale biologist. Wait, I'm sure there's a fancy name for it, because... Uh, cetacianist? Yeah, that works. Yeah. To be cetacianist? Not to be confused with Satanist. That'd be very different. I mean, Anton LaVey wasn't <laughs> that porky. <laughs> she's the greatest Satanist who ever studied whales. <laughs> Are there wh- are there Satanist whales study years? That's an important question. I'm sure People there's at least know. one. Yeah. I had a friend of mine that worked in a, a bookstore in San Francisco, and Anton LeVay came in one day, and he, he kept the receipt. Whatever book he bought it with tax came up to 666. Oh, that's amazing. So. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's not quite enough. Can I, can I get some gum, too? There we go. Cetologist. Because there's C to Cians. Yes. Okay. Yes, so yes, you were correct. Uh, Isn't see the seasons what what the what that religion thinks they that they live in you and then they're making you do all this stuff and yeah yeah but they believe the baby belugas live inside you the baby beluga (laughs) yeah beluga (laughs) I believe that our souls are actually baby belugas why not that's why ghosts are white they just blew it off like they're swimming away that's why they make such weird noises too. Ghosts are, you know, a fun thing. And it took me forever to realize that, you know, Casper the Friendly Ghost is Richie Rich dead. Right? Yes. Blows your mind when you think. <laughs> that's what happens when you it give the kid too much money. He died. Yeah. He dies young. And that's his ghost. Cocaine. 
It's exactly the same. Exactly the same shape. <laughs> Cocaine overdose, 1976. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense, right? <laughs> and then he falls in love with Christina Ricci. <laughs> yes, but didn't we all? I just saw yeah. her down at uh, Montepalooza. Oh. And she's still fabulous and thin and did an Angelina Jolie and had her breasts removed. But uh, she was, I think she was doing it for a fashion thing because she does a lot of fashion work now. Oh, okay. So she can be very thin. Very, very waspy. Very waspy. Yeah. And I still heard... doll-like features. I was going to say, I have heard that she's just the nicest person in the world. She was very nice when I talked to her. Oh, excellent. Now, speaking of sharks, I also got to see uh, Ferruzio Bulk, whose father calls her Jaws. (laughs) Ever since she was a little girl, that was what he called her, Jaws. (laughs) Speaking of Jaws. Ferruzio Bulk month. Yeah. (laughs) Works for me. And Dr. Moreau. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, when are we going to do the island of Dr. Moreau, Steve? (laughs) Which version? Oh, you know which version. <laughs> you know damn well which version. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, we do bad movies and good beer. <laughs> Are there good movies of Dr. Moreau? I, I still like the... Uh, Michael York. Michael York. Uh, that's a little exposition. <laughs> uh, right. So, back in Orca. Short uh, Attention Span Theater, brought to you tonight by... <laughs> too Much to Beer. podcast. Exactly. But Charlotte Rampling... Yeah. Uh, then gives basically the speech we heard at the beginning of the trailer, from <laughs> what I noticed. Yeah, Almost yeah, he just word. did word for word about their their capacity for love and vengeance. Yeah. And, the, and Latin for bringer of death, which I don't think is you true. Know, I'm going to look that but, up right uh, now. We did research beforehand, obviously. Yes, but uh, also they, they happen to slip in that uh, the fetus of a whale looks very much like that of a human. So it was a fetus of almost everything at some point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much... Uh, Pretty much any mammal. Yeah. They all kind of start out the same. And then we grow into Cordata. whales or humans or, or whatever this thing is. Looks like a cat, but could be a demon. Aren't they all? Oh, apparently uh, the translation of Orca Orcanus, which is their name, is uh, of the kingdom of the dead Ooh. in reference to their fierce hunting reputation. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll allow then. Pringer of death. Okay. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Instead of citizen of death or whatever it was in play. Uh, of the kingdom of death. <laughs> oh, well, see, uh, a serf. Serf of the land of the dead. <laughs> no, they're just from it. They could be a knight of the land of the dead. Oh, okay. knight of the land of dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like human beings, they have a profound sense of vengeance. Uh, yeah. And anchovies. Mm. <coughs> Everybody loves salmon. And uh, there was there was also part of the thing where they're talking about how their uh, their clicks and noises yes. they make and basically be heard around the world and carry 15 million bits of information. Uh, I feel like that might be exaggerated. I, yeah. I, I feel like that's if you record many, many hours it might be megabytes of information but that's... <laughs> well, of course, this was made back when you know, I, I had I had an Apple IIe about the time this came out. Ooh, yeah. Yes, and it had... I, I had the boss system, man. I had the maxed out. I had 485k. What? My With gosh. dual floppies, man. Ooh. That's like wait, five minutes. Of eight time. and a half or five and a half? The five and a half. Oh, uh, you were banned. Yeah, I had a friend hook me up, so that was that was the big computer in its day. <laughs> Bloody duh. And it worked till I got rid of it, which was like you know fifteen years ago. That's well, not bad. Yeah, but it still worked. There's there's nothing to go wrong with it. Oh yeah, it's 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 all you could just replace the hamster, drop it down the stairs, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it keeps running. It's like the old uh, like the, the Nintendo system right there. You could probably shoot it with a shotgun. It'll be like, 
All right. Uh, <laughs> blow the dust off. Blow the, the cartridge a couple more times. and There you go. They have recorded orcas singing in the Caribbean and picked up the same noise 4,000 miles away at the same time. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so their their estimate is that it could could travel up to 4,000 miles at the same time. If they scream in vengeance, it'll be heard around the world? Yes. That makes sense. Okay. Scream heard around the world. So Dr. Harris is going to hunt the whale. I got written down. Did that whale call me retarded? Oh, yes, <laughs> because um, the researcher, uh, Mrs. Whale researcher, was saying that uh, whales may have superior intelligence to humans. Humans may even be, in a sense, retarded compared to them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did you say about me? Well, that's not politically correct. Yeah. Well, it was then. It was a different time. Yeah, it was a very different time. I mean... She was set in her ways. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember the 70s, and people smoked and blew smoke in your face, and smoked indoors, in restaurants, in airplanes. Oh, in hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Historical smoking. And drank. Never cauterized the wound. Hand me your cigar. Yeah. <laughs> what movie were we watching? Or alcohol. Part of the warning was historical smoking. Uh, Monument Man. Monument Man. Yeah. Part of the, I was like, why it had like an R rating. And one of the things was historical smoking. <laughs> historical smoking. Does that mean you're like rolling up buds in the independent, uh, inter- Declaration of Independence? <laughs> I think that was a different movie. I think this one was just, hey, guess what? People smoked in the 40s because it was cool back then. Yeah, yeah. because... <laughs> No, my grandpa always said he learned how to smoke in the Navy. Then we get some narration from the cetologist lady about how her new friend Captain Nolan has been interested in her work and learning mm-hmm. more about whales. And then and she's she surprised. Thought he was a brute, but now she's sort of falling for him a little bit. Yes, he's plumbing her depths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then sudden but inevitable betrayal when he, she realizes he's a fisherman and is going down <laughs> for he's a going whale. down for the kill. Yes. <laughs> And she might be there So it happens. I was under the impression he was trying to catch one of the whales alive, possibly for the yeah. same aquarium yes, he did yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He didn't wanna he didn't wanna harpoon the whale. Yeah, they yeah, they're trying to get the male so you know then the female can have the baby. I assume he'll swing by and catch him later kind of a thing. <laughs> but it just nicks his uh, dorsal fin and plunges right into the female and then Yeah. And, and then it, she goes into a death spiral and yeah. ties herself all up. <laughs> she's trying to commit suicide or something oh, like that. To, and it's like, wait, what? That's when she was trying to j- slam herself into their pr- their the propeller. propeller. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, uh, what they point out is that if cetaceans like the orcas only sleep one half of their brain at a time because they don't breathe automatically. Mm-hmm. They have to remember to breathe. And so if you tranquilize a whale, a, a killer whale, you get the whole brain asleep, they die. Ooh. They suffocate even if they're out of the water. Because they won't breathe. So had he done actually done that and tried to, to bring the whale in, bored, it still yeah. would have died anyway. He still would have oh. died. killed it. Maybe that's before they they figured that out. <laughs> or the movie's just not actually accurate. Tri- trial and error. You know, you gotta gotta learn somehow. I guess. Uh, it, hey, <laughs> ocean's full of fish, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the other fish in the ocean. Well, went wrong here. Let's there's less it. of them now, but <laughs> there were in the seventies. Deep in the sea, fish are ugly. <laughs> you ever heard that one? So, uh, so, so, Mama Whale spins herself up, and then they decide to winch her up, yep. and uh, she's oh, screaming God. in pain. Sounds and then like apparently Mama she was <laughs> apparently she was pregnant, and she aborts the fetus there on his deck. And he freaks out as one should. Yeah. I would yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks kind of human. Looks... Nice Irish Catholic guy, and yeah. no, no abortions around these guys. So yeah, yeah. get that off my ship. 
And he gets the hose I like how he turned into Jean-Claude there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I have a horrible Irish accent. <laughs> Get off my ship. <laughs> Get it off my ship now. There we there go. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he hoses it's a fine, off. hideous thing it is. And then they decide to just hang out at sea with Mama Whale just hanging there. Yeah. Um, and everybody goes to bed. <laughs> and then they wake up because she starts thrashing because, oh no, she's not dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, she's got some fight in her still, it looks like. <laughs> but what were you going to do with her? I mean, where were you going to put her? I think that's what they were trying to figure out. Yeah. Like, what are we going to, like, we can't exactly go back to town like this. Yeah. <laughs> but she's kind of tangled up in the boat, so <laughs> let's sleep on it. <laughs> If we were to chop her up into portions and take her to market, would anybody believe? Yeah, there you go. We got a cow at sea. <laughs> it's beef, I swear. It's halfway there. I mean, with the in Japan, you could probably do that. I mean, oh yeah, they they do it. I wonder if they have. You know, I know they make uh, uh, bohunku sushi, which is a whale anus. Oh, those. Um... <laughs> then there's eeny weeny. <laughs> I do what I can do, which is hearts of soul. We uh, we watched a documentary about it. The schools in those little fisher towns they sell whale meat to the school kids. Yeah, yeah. The kids have a lot of mercury in their system, apparently. The side effect. And now they have radiation because there you go. Fukushima. Yeah, <laughs> you can glow in the dark. Ooh, so the next Avengers could be. <laughs> Could be. I mean, isn't that okay. how they got Omega Red? Actually, all sorts of different characters oh, have come yeah. up that way. Uh, good old Mega Red. God, why hasn't he been in a movie yet? Uh, well, you never know with the whole thing with <laughs> Trump going on here. And, you know, gosh knows how they're going to rework some of this stuff. I mean, Dolph Lundgren's still around. He could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was down at the convention and I saw uh, Daredevil hanging out with Scarlet Witch. And I asked him, you know, what do you two have in common? You both lost your vision. Yes. Too soon. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> well, I, I asked uh, Han Solo, you know, why don't they eat Wookiees? And he didn't know. I said, because they're chewy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since we're on Wookiees, we have to bring up. Okay. Have you heard oh, God. Uh, comedian Dana Gold's theory about the Wookiees bandoliers? No. Makes total sense. So in the Christmas special, it is mentioned that Wookiees love tiny fish tanks. And that they sell them all the time in the marketplace to all the Wookiees. We've never seen Chewbacca pull any kind of weaponry or like ammo Anything. off of his bandolier. So it's a bandolier of tiny fish tanks. And this makes sense with the new movies because he collects his little porgs. What is he feeding these little sea these little sea bearing animals? His tiny fish from his tiny fish tanks. Okay, sure. Sense. <laughs> Poor we'll, debate. We'll, we'll just have to see see Solo too to find out. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, the problem I had with that movie is that uh, you know Han Solo is, uh, takes the bowcast or whatever the hell it is that yeah. he's got and he fires it like that's the first time he's ever borrowed Chewie's weapon. Come on, you know they've been together this long. Exactly. He's had to shoot that thing a few times. Oh yeah. What, what do I do this thing? I just point it like this. <laughs> you ever read the comic book Gizmo? No. Short run comic. Uh, Gizmo is a shiny silver smart ass Alec uh, robot, and Fluffy is his psychic who is a veteran and he's a giant fluffy dog. Yes. And Fluffy hands him his gun and says, Cover me. And he says, There are no triggers. There's no trigger on it. And he says, It's okay. I got mittens. No fingers. Just squeeze. That's <laughs> 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 what you kind of expect so from, from uh, Chewy there. You know, you don't really get to see yeah. fingers much in him. So, yeah. could just be mittens. Could be. Yeah. Like, do they have claws? Unclear. 
What is the anatomy of a Chewbacca? No, no, it's just all hair from what I heard. <laughs> Someone did a shaved head of, of a Chewie. I have seen that, and it is disturbingly human. Oh, I don't know. It kind of looks like uh, uh, the guy who does Hellboy, Ron Perlman. Very Ron Perlman esque. Right there. <laughs> so, Orca. So, Orca. Let's <laughs> see, where were we? Yeah, sugar after you have all Orca abortion. Oh, yes. So, so his, his, his buddy goes out to go free Mama Orca, cut her down, yep. and Daddy Orca jumps up and snacks upon yeah, him. He sure <laughs> does. Oh, poor Novak. You know, poor he, Novak. He just wanted to help. He did. Give her a burial at sea or whatever. Or yeah, he... return her to her pod. Yeah, so that doesn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we get the, uh, the whale funeral scene where there's uh, a... They, they, this is not a school. Uh, it's a pod. Pod. A pod yeah. Well, they pod cut people. her down, and she floats away, and yeah. her husband drags her corpse cross country. Yeah, basically, uh, road trip. From what we understand, just following behind kind of brought the, the hearse. ship and just pushing along, and they just oh, kind God. of go in formation across the ocean. Is this movie the whale version of Weekend of Bernie's? <laughs> hey, there we go. We can redub wow. it right there. And from the whale's point of view. You know, the guy who played Bernie might be up for that. I saw him at Monster Blues, and, you know, Terry we did Heisman. one of his movies, uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, yeah. oh, which yeah. is terrible. Yes. Now, that's oh, a bad we, You're aware. Okay. We, uh, we guessed it. I like the on... pantomime with the green latex gloves. Oh, yes. We, uh... <laughs> Trying to use the phone booth to see it. The T-Rex on the phone, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we got the opportunity to do that movie with, uh... What were they what thinking? Were they thinking? Yeah. Fellow podcast, so... Mm-hmm. Look that up for our, some of our commentary on that. But, yeah, that's a... It's a wonderful movie. <laughs> don't, don't have any nudity in it, but could use some, but other than that... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Denise Richards. Yeah, well, she does sort of do a little strippy thing at the end, but oh, you don't yeah. get to see anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, Walker. All right, so... <laughs> so after the whale funeral... The corpse of the the female is left on the shore, and uh, the cetologist right is yes. there studying it and I don't know taking notes. I guess I don't know what she's yep, doing. It's dead there. Yeah, it smells bad. Still dead. <laughs> smells of rotten eggs. I don't know what she's putting in there, but eh, she's probably putting down like measurements, like dorsal fin, and, like different fin measurements, and her length. And how much explosive to use when they want to blow up the whale? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to require a level four. By the way. Everybody go and Google the whale that got blown up. Yeah. Is it Stinson Beach? I think so, yeah. Anyway, bury a whale blown up with dynamite. You'll find the video. <laughs> it's worth watching. I want to know it's what the... putting on repeat. The guy who had the car that was too close that got dented from the oh, whale meat. Yeah. What was his insurance claim like? Let's see them do that one on farmers. Yeah. Hit with seen, whale meat. Have you seen the bum, interview bum, with bum, the guy bum, who bum, planted bum. the dynamite? No, I don't think I have. Oh, yeah, he's basically like, I, I just didn't think it was going to be enough, and I didn't think we were going to do anything to this whale. Like, it's total regret and remorse. Like, it's just like, I just, I really didn't think it would shoot that far. <laughs> so if that doesn't entice you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, she, uh, Nolan goes down and says, oh, what are you doing down here? And she basically tells him, he followed you. He's going to get his vengeance kind of thing. And then uh, that's when Will Sampson comes in. What is his name in this movie? I have written they down... They didn't really say his oh, name. No, they, was they it like did. Was Ulick or something? Uh, Umalak. Umalak. But I had written down like... Sounds like something you give kids to make them throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I had written down Jigabomale. <laughs> I swear that's what he said. <laughs> but but apparently... Maybe that was his last name? Maybe. Was he maybe Umalak Jigabomale? Perhaps, perhaps. But 
he shows up and he basically tells uh, Orca, uh, basically his his people have legends of orcas and pissing on them to piss them off. Yeah, and then being hunted until one of them is dead, either the offender or the offendee. Which is one of them must die. <laughs> Two enter, one leave. <laughs> the goldfish, uh, the thunder goldfish bowl, yes. <laughs> thunder bowl. I like oh it, thunder God. bowl. Uh, sorry, we're getting a picture in my head of this wonderful event. Steve, how much money would you pay to pay per view thunder mean, bowl? Definitely admission to SeaWorld. <laughs> so at least $100. At least. So uh, oh, Captain Nolan goes to church because he's having uh, ch- he's feeling remorseful for oh, what he did. It's the funeral for Novak. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. And only him and the Sisyonologists <laughs> show up. Apparently, Novak lived in that town longer than Nolan because he worked. The, you get the little exposition that Novak had worked for. Yeah, Novak had worked for Nolan's father before Nolan even came to this country. Apparently nobody in town liked him. Apparently he must. Well, it's easy to do with Keenan Wynn. I mean, he's a grumpy bastard. He has been forever. <laughs> yeah. I see him as my totem animal now. Apparently, like forty years in a small Canadian town. This is also where we figure out it's in Canada because they got the Canadian the flag, flag up, yeah. hanging in the church. Although the ship does fly an American flag at various points. Oh. Yes, that is true. Must yeah. be continuity. Windsor. Ships in Windsor. <laughs> uh, and I've written down the uh, the chain and saber music pops up. Uh, there's like the the score where it's okay. like the it sounds like a chain being dragged it and then does. there's like a sword being sharpened Shwee. on it kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet, but yeah, it was it was like oh this is this is different. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's where you get the line. Like, Can you commit a sin against an animal? Can commit a sin against a blade of grass. Yes, but you have to work very hard on it. Uh. <laughs> hard on. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> the male named Vengeance. Uh, yeah. He comes to town and starts sinking all the ships sinks in the port. all the ship, except for Nolan. Ex- yep, except for, Cap- except for the Bumpo. Yeah, <laughs> the Bumpo. And then uh, every now they, they have the, the stare down at night where uh, it zooms in on the orca's <laughs> yes. eye. You get I'm that like, twinkle effect. Yeah. yeah. You get the reflection of Nolan in there. I'm like, he's looking at a dead man. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, now everybody in town is turning against Nolan. He needs to go oh, out and fight yeah. the whale. Because yep, uh, he's got the only boat, otherwise someone else would yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we have to start swimming or something. <laughs> that just doesn't seem fair to us. Uh, even even Omalak is like, you need to go out and fight him. Take care of your whale. <laughs> Handle your shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so how many nights go by before the whale blows up the power plant? Yeah. I, I think it's like it's, the second night or yeah, something. Second, long, yeah, man. yeah. It's like... I feel like there's the day where you know he shares his sad story about yeah. how the car crash took oh, his family yes. and stuff. And you don't often have a whale take out a power plant. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The, yes, the greatest scene I think in this entire it's movie true. is when the whale goes fucking commando on the city by taking out the gas line and blowing up entire and buildings. And does that beautiful jump right in front of the <laughs> yes. explosion. Why that's not a meme on the internet, I don't know. I think we need to start it. <laughs> uh, so after the city is completely destroyed, basically all the other fishermen in town uh, take the bumpo and put it, basically set it up for Nolan. <laughs> like, hey, guess what? Your ship's going out to sea. If you're on it, it would be best. <laughs> or not, yes. Like, well, they won't give him any gas, so that's not fair. How can you get the ship out with no gas? It's already already been gassed up. Oh, it's been gassed up. But Nolan's not going to do it. He lost his wife and his unborn child in a drunk driving accident. 
He wasn't the drunk one this time. <laughs> well, certainly. Richard Harris knows what that's like. And now he's been the drunk driver on this poor whale, and they both just need to grieve. They need to feel the emotions. Acting! I like the line. He's like, they're, they're listening to the whale song. Like He's telling me that I'm him, and he's me, and I'm his drunk driver. <laughs> it's a great little bit there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if we haven't mentioned it yet, Watch this movie like yeah. two or three times. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, when is the Bo Derek scene? It's coming up, isn't it? Uh, right yes. now. Uh, right. Basically, okay, so the situation is at, at the house that Nolan's living in. Shouldn't Bolero be playing while you say this? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll add it in post. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Bo Derek's there, and her fiance is. The, the guy with the afro, right? Yes. yes. The Jufro. Uh, yes, yes. yes Second command on Nolan's ship now that Novak's gone. <laughs> yeah, what was his name? I, think I Paul. don't know. Paul. Jufro dude. <laughs> Paul is the guy's Paul. name. Paul. Okay, yes. Uh, but they, they live there, but I guess Nolan's crashing there too. Um, and the whale knows it. So he takes out the support pillars. Because for some reason this house dangles on a cliff over the... Oh, yeah. the oh his, his garage you can pull a boat up to. Because yeah, this is, seems very, very safe in the Canadian wilderness. <laughs> so the pillars well, they're not wimps out there, so... Yeah. They have bears that eat you. That's oh, true, yeah. Everything yeah. out there will eat you. It's like Australia, but cold. There we go! It's <laughs> all, it's the the wolves will eat you and they're vegetarians! <laughs> Um, it takes out the support beam, so the house tips, and poor Bo Derek. Uh, she already had the broken leg the with the leg. Right. That's right, yeah. So she slides right down to the base, and Bo Derek comes <laughs> up, takes bites the leg, that clean leg off, right off, and then it just swims off with it <laughs> like it's a trophy. <laughs> and, oh my god, we're laughing at this horrible part where this lady lost her leg. No, uh, yes, but if you, if, depending on which version you see, if you see one of the old versions that they didn't fix. You can actually see where she's laying there and has her leg through the hole while the <laughs> cast comes off. Because uh, you see her kneecap oh. on the end. Oh, that's of the neck. awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I don't think we had that version. No. <laughs> that's going to become a, th- a thing, I think, in the future is that people want to watch the original version with all the screw ups in place. Yes. So. Oh, yeah, that's like what makes some of these movies great. Yeah. Like, what is Snow Beast if you can't see the zipper on the Snow Beast? That's right. <laughs> I love me some Robert Monster movies. Right? <laughs> so that's how they put it on. Yeah. <laughs> one pant, one foot at a time. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, so then uh, after that incident, um, that's when uh, Captain Nolan starts screaming, I'll fight you! I'll fight you, you vengeful son of a bitch! We will fight them in the trenches! We will fight them on the ocean! Fight them on the open sea! Yeah, so they load up the ship, and they follow them out basically to the Arctic. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the whale wove them right through one of the most dangerous passes in all of the sea. It's almost like he's underwater and can see shit. It's yeah. almost like yeah. he knows where he's going. <laughs> apparently they're going no, to no, find... No, trust the... me, follow me. Uh, we're apparently, in the jail. apparently they found the Northwest Passage. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 of course, that's when we lose uh, our uh, uh, young Carradine there. Uh, oh, yes. Our Carradine, yeah. Yeah. He gets uh, snagged up by the arm. <laughs> he gets snacked upon as well. And we almost lose the cetologist because she's puking overboard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then, of course, there's the guy with the Jufro who gets eaten off the... Yes, Paul gets yes. taken out. Uh, we sent up the lifeboat. Right? Sending yeah, out the yeah. lifeboat. Yes, because they... Apparently, they only prepared for a three-hour tour, and yeah. they've been out there for days and days, and... But what makes you think that if, you know, the thing is going to puncture your boat, you're going to get into a smaller boat 
to get yeah. away from it. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't Also, see. they ran out of Hot Pockets. They had to get back to town. Yeah. Yes, yes, you need the Hot Pockets. I'll go back for supplies. <laughs> yeah, they're they're in the Arctic and they're trying to find a... Was it the Beacon? The Rescue Beacon? So they can get helicoptered out? Nope. E-perp or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, in send, one... To send the SOS and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it on repeater just before I die. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank God he did that, too. That's what we thought. Like, <laughs> oh, wait. He, he did finish that transmission, right? Okay, cool. We're good. <laughs> Uh, but they want a fair fight on equal terms, question mark. Um, because oh, we're going to get up here on the iceberg here. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. I got oh, my yeah. pointy stick, and he's got his rows of teeth and uh, yeah. ability to shatter yep. wine glasses with his bark. And yeah. <laughs> so they missed out on such so so many opportunities with this, and I'm assuming it's because they ran out of money. But killer whales on icebergs have so many good hunting techniques yeah. mm-hmm. they do this thing where like a group of them will like just flip it over mm-hmm. so everything mm-hmm. on it'll go over they do another thing where if they're alone they'll go to the other side they'll tip it and then they'll come around and they'll, and they'll just get it rocking really and then they'll just sit there with their mouth open and wait for anything to slide in like well they, they actually do that scene yeah. they do yeah. and of course they did that in jaws too so yeah <laughs> well so they'll just jump right up on there and swallow things so many people have said this is basically a ripoff of Jaws. How? Because it came out a year later, and it's kind well. Of actually, they called him up. And they called up the, the uh, director and said, "We want to do a movie. I need something nastier than Jaws." Yeah. And and his brother, I guess it was, that was doing uh, uh, ocean studies, uh, said, "Okay, Orca," and that's how you got Orca. That was it, right there. Yeah. There you go. Send it off to the writer. Have it back in six weeks. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, I I. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the ending of this movie. Do, do, do we want to give away the ending? No, we should make them watch it. Yes. Although, although, I was going to bring that up about. Um, hmm. No, I guess I can't. So there. Eh, go for it. Go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Bring it well, up. Watch Why the not? movie anyway. It's worth it. Yes. Well, the, the question is that I, I know because I did the reading, mm-hmm. but when you watch the movie, do you think the whale survives? Because he's got that big honking harpoon in him. Yeah, he got he the harpoon, harpoon in him, and then it's implied that he's under the ice. And- we, we see him bounce around, but mm-hmm. after Richard Harris dies, we never see the whale again. Yeah. And we know he's badly wounded, so I when I saw it, my thought mm-hmm. was that the whale does not survive. Yeah, that, so. I think that's what kind of was implied. Like, they had their big fight, They you know the vengeance was fulfilled, but the vengeance killed him. You know, and even like if it did, he's not going to go off and be anymore. by himself and be miserable the rest of existence. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's like I've never I've, seen I've humans ever again. my vengeance. Now I can go off and be free willing. He died yeah. doing what he loved: Killing hunting people. flesh, exactly. <laughs> Killing the Irish, like so many people in the world. <laughs> I like to choose to believe that the whale did live, and that the blood the the whale now wants to end the bloodline. So he's on his way to Ireland to find the rest of the Nolan clan. Why not? He's spoiler alert. Yeah, there's Orca there was that right car there. crash flashback. Do you remember the story? He might have a brother. <laughs> That's true. He said he only said he like came to the country to like meet up with his dad. That means his mom's probably still there. He's Irish. He's got to have cousins. Exactly. <laughs> probably a twin. Irish, Could be Irish yeah. twin. Yeah, yeah. It's the brother a year younger, played by um, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, if we're recasting. Yes. Who stars in a recast of Orca the Killer Whale, oh. which, by the way, would make a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with that is that the the crop of actors we have today are um, different. I mean, <gasps> we have we have vampires that have glitter now. I remember yeah. when they used to be scary. Uh, but but we have Gerard Butler. 
We were thinking Gerard Butler would make a good captain. Or if we need to be a little older, there's Liam Neeson. Um, actually, um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on his name now. He played uh, Whiplash in the Iron Man movie. Oh, uh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey oh, Rourke. that would be awesome. Oh, there's yeah. a nice drunken Irish lad yeah. for you there, if ever there was. That was my problem with the Iron Man movie is that he wasn't out of control enough because he knows how to be oh, out yeah. of control. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you know that's not the problem. <laughs> we've oh, we've they just seen didn't Angel Heart. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> Angel Heart, right one, gentlemen. I think we're passing up on an opportunity. If we need crazy, Gary Busey is still with us. Gary Busey <laughs> is not to be overlooked. He's not. We use maybe Gary Busey could be Novak. <laughs> oh yeah. Then we only have to have him on set for a day or yeah, two. Right, we limit yeah. our liability. Yeah, yeah. We get to keep our insurance. He might he might eat the whale though, you never know. <laughs> no, Mr. BC, no. BC, that one's only rubber. <laughs> it's a little true, Ava. It's not that bad. It's like calamari. Uh, so who plays uh Charlotte Rampling? The the cetologist. Uh Scarlett Johansson? Oh, works I mean, and that's always Plus, yeah, that's I, always a good answer. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean uh, how about uh, 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 <laughs> Angelina Jolie oh yeah she you know? she could be the long lean intelligent intellectual she have too many the... tattoos now who cares <laughs> <laughs> that's what long sleeves are for see, well they actually... have body makeup come yeah, on yeah. see I was actually thinking we can make her character slightly deeper what on a female character in a horror movie but uh, go with Maggie Q she left Japan because she loves studying uh, she loved studying the whales and she hated the way they were being treated and so she came to Canada where they don't do hunting and then this atrocity happens. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like where heads at. Yeah, plus, you know, we get the benefit of getting a little bit more diverse cast and so that gets us points with all those overwoke people. <laughs> yeah, instead of Busey, we could have the guy who did the 12th Doctor as Keenan Wynn's character because oh. he's a nice grumpy Scotsman out there. Yeah. Out there on the pole arm. Uh, David Tennant? No, no, the the no, last, no. the one before they became a woman. Oh, oh, the old, yeah, the old grumpy yeah. Scotsman who yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. behind. Okay. Grumpy oh, old men. And then David Tennant can play uh, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> or he, he can play uh, Robert Carradine's character. Yeah. So he yeah. only has to show up for like six hours. There you go. And just get eaten by a whale. That's perfect. <laughs> or Daniel Radcliffe. Either way, either way, either way. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but all the other moms will be going. I wish that was me. <laughs> I could just uh, eat him up. That's what my that's what mom says a lot. Trust me. Will, will mom play the whale? We might. I mean, get some black grease paint. Yeah, say we can. We can. Yeah, just a little makeup. Slap her up there. <laughs> she has two rows of teeth, right? <laughs> Three places. Oh <laughs> boy. Yeah, mom's an exciting character in and of herself. Oh, uh, so last thing I want to mention about this movie. Is the song at the end during the ending credits? <laughs> is that possibly the worst song to end a movie with? Well, you know, <laughs> that was a rough one. We'll, Those we'll, of us we'll, are... we'll play a clip of it here so you can judge. We are one, cried my love. 
Of us who remember the 70s, uh, when this came out, unlike Jaws, which was an action adventure thing, this was a love story. This was a serious movie when it came out, and the in the 70s, the word eco- uh, ecology was getting bumped around a lot as the hippies got older and started uh, going corporate. And <laughs> so, you had movies like this and Robin, Robert Livingston Seagull and a couple other movies involving. A man's interaction with nature and his cruelty towards it that were actually serious love stories, and this was actually one of them. So, this could... I mean, if, if you want to start a family with someone, if, if your girlfriend's saying, let's get married and start a family, tell her you want to watch a nice romantic love story, <laughs> and then, then scream a lot during the fetal <laughs> abortion scene, and then she won't want to anymore. So. And that's why Steve and I have cats. <laughs> The other way to not get her to marry you is, you know, take her someplace that have a lot of kids and let them play with them, and, and oh, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. then she won't want to have kids anymore. Oh. Oh, anybody who wants to be a parent needs to go and work for Chuck E. Cheese for just oh, like six yeah. months. God! Or come to my family reunion where we have uh, 200 people so and Steve's half of them are like 10 and under. is one of 17. Grandma, 17 what? 17, 17 other children. Humans. Ah. Humans. Humans. Mostly. Okay. Humans. Mostly humans. Grandma's still around. Most of them had three to six children of their own. Wow. Many of them are grandparents now, and I think at least two are great-grandparents. Oh, yeah. So so it's great-great-great-grandma now, and it's a lot of people. Yeah, see, we don't have that problem in my family line. Like Piranha, we eat our own. Oh, so, excellent. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm an only child. Yeah, <laughs> our, our family pretty much calls the herd. Yeah. <laughs> We're lucky that way. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Well, you know, it's hard to grow in the shade. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only shade dwelling creatures. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> And on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have some more fun facts, more beer, oh, and what we learned. Yes, what we learned from this movie when we return. Ba-ba-ba. happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? 
We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Yeah. But I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. This is John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Come on over and watch Creature Features. <laughs> See Creature Features at www.thecreaturefeatureshow.com. Yeah. I married a doctor, so. There you go. You'd have been Al Strange. I give not. <laughs> okay, I suppose I should say, you know, that's not my name, right? I know. I know. Okay, good, good. Some people get confused with that. I actually, I work Wait, on... what? I work Are you on, not the guy from the screen? I, I work on in film, and I, I, I work with a couple of producers that keep calling me Al. They, they did not know, I actually, have, that's not my name. Alfred Marie Omega. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred Marie Omega. The fastest and slowest, all at the same time. That would be my car. <laughs> and we're back oh my god Steve those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding ah sweetie I'm a little parched oh well yeah, that's good because I have a beverage for you Ooh, from, from East Brothers Brewing from their lager series we have a Maybach oh wait is that what the East Brothers from Richmond East Brothers canned and brewed in Richmond. Let's see. A rich lager with a gentle malt sweetness and a classic noble hop balance for some fresh spicy notes. Eventually your ship comes in. Hey, ships. Hey. Shall I pop my top? Please. Oh, my top. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Now that's Wait. a nocturnal emission for you. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. Chug, chug, chug. Make sure to swallow. Every once in a while I gotta, ch- I gotta suck a little head on this show. <laughs> Oh, what's just happening? everywhere? You're right, messy. You try this. Oh this is working. <laughs> it's all down my face. Did you get him even, a dribble cup? Even Pickles is running away from you. <laughs> He's back with the one he it's loves. It's okay, Pickles. She can't hurt you. <laughs> Something's up with that can, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's a big hole in the top. Here, let me take care of it. <laughs> you That's what happened to all my records. They don't work anymore. They got a hole in the middle of them. Music oh, drained out. <laughs> this cup has a hole in the top, too. I don't know how safe it's going to be. Yeah. Get so, out in your mouth. 
I have this feeling that the two gentlemen on either side of me have some fun facts, super fun <laughs> facts, because the fun, fun facts. Uh, well, we did mention that uh, it was Bo Derek's uh, theatrical feature <laughs> debut. Also, apparently, mm. Sir Richard Harris, who was 46 at the time, performed his own stunts. And was nearly killed several times. <laughs> I would assume so. Right. I wonder how many times, how, how many near-death experiences are acceptable today? <laughs> I mean, with the, with how the insurance for all this stuff goes. I was going to say, that's not the insurance lawyers. You know, they'll, they'll figure out. I mean, they don't, they don't even let Jackie Chan yawn anymore. <laughs> right? I mean, like, think about, like, James Garner with Rockford. Like, that ain't happening anymore. <laughs> yeah. This stuff was crazy back then. You had fun to that? <laughs> uh, well, actually, we already went through most of it there. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I think the I had most of whales and yeah. This uh, had a $14 million budget. Ooh, Which was actually, yeah, fair size. It wasn't a big budget. I mean, it certainly was nothing compared to Jaws. Yeah, see, what was Jaws? Isn't that like 25 or 30 or Yeah, something? it was something huge. And they had a buttload of problems on Jaws with the animatronic oh, yeah. shark and so forth. And so I wonder if name? they... was Bruce. 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 Yeah. So I'm wondering if... This movie benefited from the knowledge they gained on underwater animatronic sharks. I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they hired the same crew. That's a good point. Like, so maybe some of the There same can't be a lot of crews that have that kind of experience. Yeah, well, you know, like the American Werewolf in London guys got hired for, like, all the werewolf movies after that. Yeah. <laughs> Go with the best, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a fun fact The Body Count. <gasps> what Any is guesses? The body count? Um, yes. Fifteen. No. No. <laughs> not going. They didn't have that big a cast. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> the cast is only like ten people. I was like, I, I'm waiting for one of the fun facts to be like, oh, by the way, there were seven children on one of the boats that was sunk by the whale. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, they could have been. Yeah, right? so they really could have been. I'm not sure <laughs> but that's they cut that scene because uh, I thought it was too dark after the whale abortion. Yes, but Mr. Omega, guess quickly, the body count is five because it's uh, Novak, Paul, Robert Carradine, uh, Umalak, and, of course, Nolan. Well, and as we discussed earlier, possibly the whale. Possibly the whale. Well, Umalak was sort of an accident. You know, he got squished. Yeah, yeah, that was... That wasn't... Yeah, the, the stuff falling... Well, I was kind of waiting, like... It had been a while since I had seen the movie, and I was like, wait, does he come back and they go off on the ship or something like that? And then the ship starts thinking, I'm like, oh, nope, I guess he's not coming back. <laughs> also, we never see our cetologist get rescued. Well, we hear the helicopter. Well, the ch- yeah, the ch- we see the chopper. Do we chose, see yeah, it or do we, we see, hear it? We see the chopper. But what happened to Bo Derek? I mean, you get your, your leg cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the femoral artery. It doesn't look like she was in any position to deal with it. And more importantly, yeah. it's, as I recall, part of the cast is left on her leg, which means she'd have had a bitch of a time making a tourniquet anywhere near the end. Yeah. yeah and how, who's helping well, her up? I they was going to say, yeah, her fiancé's gone, Nolan's gone. Yeah. But they abandoned her. Yeah. After she got snacked on by a whale. Yeah, I'll call her Stumpy now. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, the prettiest uh, Yeah, I, I was going to say, she's... <laughs> Guys, she'll be just fine. <laughs> I mean, pretty, pretty girl with one leg? Come on. <laughs> that's that's some teenager's wet dream right there. Especially in a small Canadian fishing yeah, exactly, village. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She, she's the queen of, uh, I don't know, Fort Winchester, whatever that name. Yeah, teach her called. the ping pong ball trick and she'll be fine. <laughs> Two bits of ganda. So, what did we learn from Orca, the killer whale? Well, if you love a man that's driven, you'll be stuck out in the ice somewhere. Which is what they do to the old Eskimos anyway. I learned that uh, mammals basically all start out the same. As 
little human fetuses. That's true. And they end up full of hate, which is oh, yes. what happens if you vengeance. live long enough. Oh, or at least you have vengeance. a decent life. Vengeance is the best medicine. There's any, if there's anything <laughs> I've learned from owning pets, it's that pets love vengeance. So. That's true. Yes. Yeah, what, but what I learned from this movie is that apparently plaster casts are just candy to uh, sea life, oh. and that's why we had to move on to these new like plasticky ones. Yeah, they, they resemble a seal too much, and that's what. Oh, got, delicious! Uh... They taste like seal too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's what the uh, the uh, polar bears think about the Eskimos and the igloos. Yeah. There, you know, crunchy outer, <laughs> soft and chewy on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> a little loud though when you eat it. <laughs> well, that's how you know they're fresh. <laughs> It's like when you buy into celery, you get that crisp. <laughs> it's the celery screaming. <laughs> it's death throats. That's whatever happens when you know, the great white explorer goes out someplace and finds the natives. And have you ever seen any white people? Oh, we had the big silver bird come down. What a great name for our plane. The big silver bird. Oh, wasn't that cute? How did you like it? Oh, it's not bad. A little crunchy on the outside. <laughs> the inside was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me uh, and bearing me. Of course. And where can we find your uh, your entertainment? <laughs> Anywhere I happen to be. Anywhere there are free minds and hearts that love bad movies, be they horror, be they science fiction, be they fantasy, or anything I ever feel like showing up. You can see us all at www.thecreaturefeatureshow.com or The Creature Feature Show on YouTube. Or Facebook, or just about anywhere. Yes, you're on Twitter. All, all I'm all Twitter painted. That That's stuff. right. I'm everywhere. And you have any upcoming uh, conventions we can meet you at? Uh, no, because I just signed on as the assistant director on a new movie Ooh. with a producer that I've worked with before. So it's been lovely. I can't say anything about it yet because ah, we're. Tease. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> so we'll have to have but, you back when you can talk about that. Yes, but her last movie was Jack Lantern, which I also worked on, which is a, a great mm. little flick. And uh, I was one of the official pumpkin wranglers. <gasps> so you, you haven't made it in film till you're in a graveyard at 1 o'clock in the morning, and all they have is a spoon, and they tell you they need some carved pumpkins right now. <laughs> so you're digging up guts out with your hands, and then the police show up, and you have to wonder if you have all your permits in place. <laughs> so it was very exciting. Yeah, well, it's not a cliche for nothing. And then there was uh, the mariachi <laughs> music playing at all times. Oh, yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere in the graveyard. So... But the question is, who was playing it? And why didn't they ever invite us over? Because next to banjo music in the forest, the mariachi <laughs> yeah, music say. You know, no, <laughs> is equally scary. So, unless you know there's a party somewhere. Boom, boom, you got boom, a pretty mouth, Holmes. Squeal for me, Gato! <laughs> well, this week's movie is uh, The Alchemist. Ooh, so you um, can go find that right now. Uh, Mr. Kovacs, uh, the last guy I did a po- podcast with, uh, not Ernie Kovac, uh, <laughs> suggested that one, so I went and found it. And then we'll have And the Screaming Starts very soon, Ooh. which has a lot of screaming by the main girl in it, so it's a lot Alrighty. more than you think. So we, we have that, and we'll have some interviews and stuff from San Diego Comic-Con being mixed in with those, and uh, all sorts of stuff. Nice. Oh, yes. Excellent. We will be on the lookout. And as will all ten people listening to this. Yes. <laughs> and I Brenda, about that's 40 you. Or 50, maybe Nathan, I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody subscribe so you know. <laughs> yes, please subscribe. Always subscribe. Always tell people, you know, down there somewhere there's a button, a like, a thumbs up, some finger, hold it up to me several times. I don't care. <laughs> right. Some extremity. I'm, I'm, I'm flexible on the whole thing. Show me you love me. Or not. <laughs> 
Not all that extremity. I, I think that leaves comments. <laughs> that goes back to the tentacle movie. <laughs> so yeah, so until next time. I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Al Omega. This is everything I learned from Softly call.